3: here needs to be heard, needs to have her allegations um, looked at. But also this is extraordinarily unfair to Judge Kavanaugh. This is an allegation that's 35 plus years old and now you're going to attempt to, to try to deal with that in a very truncated period of time. This is why people are reluctant to get in front of those committees and sit down for a uh, Senate confirmation.
0: You know what what would you do this what well, we're about to find out, I think? Uh, what would you do if this happened in just your regular life? You're not trying to become a Supreme Court
3: justice. Um, it would be utterly flabbergasting, among other descriptors. Because nothing
0: well, legally can happen from everything I understand. No, no.
3: But it could certainly affect your, your life, your career. Sure. Et cetera. You're standing in the community. Uh, The Kavanaugh nomination, the late, late, late breaking accusation of uh, sexual impropriety uh, in his teen years, uh, well, not in his teen years, one drunken incident when he was 17.
0: Oh, I barely thought it was worth discussing on Friday when it was an anonymous accuser.
3: Right. Now Um, the accusers come forward. Yeah. So uh, there are a number of uh, serious ethical questions here. Uh, it, it, It touches on the law, certainly. And we've invited Joshua Davis uh, to join us. Uh, Josh is a uh, professor, uh, director of the Center for Law and Ethics, Dean Circle Scholar, University of San Francisco Law School, and has spent a, a career thinking about you know similar things. Uh, Mr.
1: Davis, how are you, sir? Very well. Thanks so much for having me on again.
3: It just occurred to me I'm not
0: sure he's a professor of law and ethics. I'm not sure this is going to come down to law or ethics this whole thing which is a problem just
1: right mostly politics right well just and
3: and perceptions and that sort of thing but that's certainly a connector to uh justice because you know i've been on a number of juries observed at quite a number of trials and and perceptions are what it's all about so you know in your career uh as you've dealt with questions of um and and listen i I, we're trying so hard to be even-handed about this because well just because you need to be but questions of decades ago accusations alcohol was involved um, how do you approach this
1: well i think you know it was interesting i listening to what you were saying about private life versus public life i mean i think if it were if this occurred in private life the reality is there would be less attention to what happened and what's true and there could be more attention paid to um, kind of reconciliation, right? Let's, let's imagine she's proceeding in good faith, which we have ever, no reason to think otherwise yet. Um, then she had this traumatic experience. He may have experienced the very same event very differently. And Well put. You, yeah.
3: Well, go on. Sorry. Go well, ahead.
1: That's okay. But I was just saying, you know, it's so different than in public life, where uh, trying to get at least as close to the truth as we can is crucial. Um, uh, because... There's an evaluation here of somebody who may be serving on the Supreme Court um, for decades, and so I think the there's just different values at play.
3: Well, agreed, and I could certainly see. And we've we've put ourselves, we've tried to put ourselves in in the various actors' places. And I mean, if somebody were to come to to me and say, "Hey, when you were 17 and drunk, you did this," I could truthfully say, uh, "I have no memory of doing that. I can't believe I would do that. I'm horrified by the idea that I did it." But, if I did, I am profoundly sorry, right. I'm not sure you could say that in a hearing.
0: no it would be taken in in uh, the political world as an admission of a tacit
3: guilt. admission,
1: yeah, right, yeah, it's tricky. I mean, so one of the things that's that's you know just thinking sort of strategically about this, one of the things that that is is so tricky about this and the approach that Kavanaugh has taken is he seems to be providing a, a kind of flat denial, right? Mm-hmm. And then that raises two issues. One is, um, you know, yes, it's an accusation from long ago, and folks may disagree about how much it matters for now, but is he telling the truth now? Is he denying something that may have occurred? Is he not telling the truth uh, about what happened, and that's that's a current act, right? Mm. Um, and then, right. and then the other tricky thing, though, is, you know, if he says it just didn't happen, and I, know, you know, he, what I've read is just a very short statement, so it's not very clear. But if he says it just didn't happen, now he can't really even get into a he said she said. I mean, he, he can about whether it happened, but he can't. If, you know, you can't easily say it just didn't happen. I have no recollection of this. But if it did happen. Here's what I, my version of the event,
3: right, you, you right, kinda, I see. Yeah,
1: yeah you got to You can't really argue in the alternative that way. you can in court, although it can dam- damage your credibility. But I think in a, in a political matter like this, he's he's getting pretty close to picking his path, and that may be uh, trouble for him if it turns out that some of the uh, circumstances are corroborated.
3: Right, but see, that's the problem with this, particularly given. You know the years and the alcohol and the rest of it. I, I was so blown away by a, a Northwestern study of memory and the way memory evolves that I went and found it for today's show. Um, it just—I found it disturbing how, when you remember an event, each time you remember it, you are remembering your previous memory of it, and it right. can change fundamentally. And so the the specifics that you're referring to are not only unknown, but I believe unknowable. Um, and and so maybe he was at that party. Maybe he was in the room, but the ugly stuff didn't happen at all, or didn't happen in the way she says they happened. Or it was the other dude who did it. Or I mean, there are all sorts of possibilities, and we will never know.
1: Yeah, certainly, probably not with great confidence. Yeah, there's there's a whole area called um, there's a big fancy term is motivated cognition, but there's so many ways in which um, how we remember things, how we perceive them, are based on what we want to believe, our own experiences and all of that, and then certainly how we recall them as well. That is all true.
0: Yeah, it's, it, it, boy, you've made a number of good points. So he made the blanket statement that it never happened. So that takes away the his perception of the event is different than hers because he says it just never happened at all.
1: It, it makes it a lot harder. You, you know, at some point, if other folks come forward and say, well, wait a second, yeah, uh, there was a party and it was very small and we were all there and she did leave in a hurry for unexplained reasons, Suddenly, um, you know, it doesn't say that her version of of the events is accurate, but it does start to get more awkward for him to just say, I don't know anything about this.
3: Yeah, I suppose, although if I were Judge Kavanaugh's lawyer, and he needs me as a lawyer, like I need a a chimpanzee to tell me how to do a talk radio show, but I I would say, or if I were Judge Kavanaugh, I'd say, well, listen, I have zero recollection of that. I can't believe I would ever be involved in that. It's so wildly out of character. I'm sickened by the very notion and you'll notice that 65 of my female uh, uh, high school uh, classmates said they find that unthinkable that I would ever do that and I frankly I have nothing left to say.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe it may be that something along those lines. I mean it's, it's a it's tough to stop there. That's a that is a gutsy strategy, right? It's sort of candid believable but um but I I would be nervous if I were Kevin on taking that approach but so just, it's hard just to do
0: just in general if this had happened five years ago um how would it turn out if 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 the guy is saying i never did that she's saying yes i did the only other person in the room says i didn't see that happen or, or the, I, I don't have no recollection of that happening it wouldn't he still be in the clear even if it was just a couple of years ago
1: uh, not necessarily. Not necessarily. I mean, it depends. It depends on what the setting is. I mean, there's the political and legal. If it were legal, if it were a criminal proceeding, that would be very tough, right? Yeah, that's what I'm civil, asking about.
0: But from a criminal standpoint, yeah. you would still be pretty hard to convict them, right?
1: You would. But from a civil perspective, say recovering damages, uh, the finder of fact, the judge or the jury is free to say, you know what, wow. I find her more credible. Uh, wow.
0: So then it's just yeah. who uh, who puts on the better acting job? Possibly it's the truth. Uh, right. That can always play a role.
3: If you're just tuning in, Joshua Davis is with us. He's a professor director of the Center for Law and Ethics, Dean Circle Scholar at the University of San Francisco uh, Law School. Uh, By the way, I want to throw this in uh, just out of fairness, because we live in, I don't know if you've noticed this, uh, an age of unbelievable hyperbole, and people are screaming at each other all the time, don't listen. I completely get a woman having an experience like the sort that's been alleged here, and deciding not to make a a deal of it at the time, and just wanting to move on and bury the memory and the rest of it. I I understand why that happens, Um, and I sympathize with it. On the other hand, boy, it makes it really tough to deal with way down the line, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, it, it, that's true. Although, it, I mean, it does, she really, I mean, unless there's some part of this story we don't know about, she seems to be fully aware that there's nothing good that's going to come to her.
0: From right. This. That's why yeah. she wanted to keep her name quiet. Right. Yeah. right.
1: And, and it's just going to, she's just going to be subject to scrutiny. The other interesting layer, I think, here is just the role of delay. You know, I think that the Republicans really want to try to move as swiftly as possible. And that's looking like it may be difficult for them, but they—I uh, mean, both because who knows what else could come out that would slow it down further. Time it, you know. They—he they, was, I think, a lock till this happened. Oh yeah. And so, uh, you know, delay is not their friend. And then the other thing is, if—if uh, if, uh, the, the worst-case scenario for, again from a political perspective. For them is for this to drag on and then they have to pull Kavanaugh too late before the mid to to get someone else in before the midterm election right and so there's this tremendous pressure um, and yet I think the great vulnerability here is not it's so easy for the um, folks who are sort of more moderate in this um, who you know whether it's Flake or Murkowski or Collins uh, and the red state Senate Democrats To say, not I'm against or for, but I think we need to look into this more closely. That's a relatively easy path.
3: Well, and then the electoral uh, issue that you brought up, you know, midterms and maybe uh, one or both houses is is changed, but, you know, in in terms of who's in charge. Um, But, you know, honestly, just quickly... it's extraordinary that anything like this came out at all, given the length of time this guy spent in the public eye and the number of times he's been vetted by the FBI. And so I don't I wouldn't worry that much about something else happening as much as just the electoral pressure. But just let's approach this from a different uh, direction. And again, I don't I have no idea what happened. It is unknowable. Um, but why does the statute of limitations exist? What's the philosophy behind that?
1: Well, the general notion behind the statute of limitations, there's probably two main points. One is that evidence grows stale, that it's just not possible to evaluate something when enough time has passed, at least in a court of law, when Mm -hmm. you're going to be invoking the power of the state. And the second value at issue is usually repose, that after a certain point of time, um, people should no longer have to worry about what happened uh, long ago, that they should be able to uh, to move on
0: that's interesting I've never heard that angle
1: yeah that, that those tend to be the justifications that are given for the statute of limitations now you know whether those apply in a political setting the same way they do in a legal setting
0: we're about to find out
1: Clear. we are about <laughs> to find out that's so true what is the
0: statute of limitations on this sort of crime I'm using my finger quotes
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know, but my guess is it's long gone. I don't know what the, yeah, I I mean, there's more than one.
0: But is it usually like a couple of years or?
1: Uh, You know, so I'm a civil litigator, not a criminal litigator. So I I think it's longer than that for criminal proceedings often, but I would bet for something like this, it may be at most five or ten years. Um, but I'm not. I'm not sure about that. In a civil setting, for torts, it would be much shorter. Um, it would be more on the order of a year or two.
3: Interesting, because this was unwanted touching on top of the clothing, from what I understand.
1: Right. Um, I, you know, although it, there's the restraint thing. Assault.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: If, right.
0: if if could it be? Yeah. Could it be if he put his hand over her mouth as she claims and held her there? Isn't that kidnapping? Like when OJ held those people in the room? She didn't. She couldn't leave the room.
1: Right. Yeah. That. That. Uh, that's right. I mean, he. He was. If. I mean, I think there was an allegation that they locked the door. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. They kept her in. So you know. I. You know. I don't know if it's a kidnapping, but certainly. Um, uh, there are both civil claims and criminal claims based on confining her against her will. Yeah, we
0: learned something from the OJ case, kids. If you're ever going to mess around with a little hijinks, don't ever lock anybody in a room or make them feel like they can't leave a room, because that's taken very seriously in the law for whatever reason.
3: Yeah, if somebody yeah. ever grabs some Armstrong and get memorabilia, I'll hire a lawyer and sue them. I won't <laughs> get goons and take guns. Uh, so another uh, another legal question. I think most of us are familiar with the fact that saying, I'm sorry, Your Honor, I was drunk, is not a defense for a crime um in reality you've got a uh, a stumbling drunk 17 year old um how does the law look at that a, a juvenile who's under the influence who does something uh nasty
1: yeah well i alcohol is not it's right so so the the fa- state of mind is one of the things you have to have a certain mm-hmm. state of mind it can't be an accidental it can't be something that's purely accidental um, and then give rise to this sort of crime or intentional tort. And um, and so, but, but drunkenness is really not a defense or, or an excuse. Um,
3: it's never worked for me. Although, uh, you know, I think among juveniles, though, it, it yeah. Well, yeah. again, you're not a criminal guy, and you're certainly not practicing, uh, you know, juvenile law at this point. I mean, so, you're in right? a bad
0: position if you're down to, yeah, I did that, but I was so drunk because I just, just am a crazy
1: drunk. Yeah, so you, know. you know we're seeing the values of society change, right? I mean, both in terms. I mean, that's I think part of this whole Me Too movement is notions of, you know, what's okay, what's not, what's sort of harmless, and then what happens when if boys get drunk and and uh, get quite aggressive. I think that the uh, perspective is shifting.
3: Interesting, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, Joshua Davis is a professor, director of the Center for Law and Ethics at the University of San Francisco Law School. Josh, we sure appreciate the time and the expertise. Yeah, Thanks that, a million. That was a
0: good conversation. Sure. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. That was the single conversation I've heard so far. So far. Where it wasn't uh, clearly she's a crazy person or a Democratic
3: plant. Right. Or clearly he's a rapist. Right. Yeah. You know, I thought about this stuff. I still think about this stuff a lot, having raised two daughters, one through college and one currently in college, and uh, uh, on both sides of it, you know, any sort of sexual assault I find repugnant. Um, oh, yeah, I've hand, always
0: said uh, death penalty for rapists. I'm uh, That's my position.
3: On the other hand, of course, you just said rape, which brings us back to the the, use, the least useful term on earth, sexual assault, Right. which covers everything from an unwanted squeeze of a butt to forcible rape. She seems
0: to believe it was an attempted rape. I think that's what she's going to say when grilled.
3: Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Yeah, and that's that's terrible. It's I scary it was, and it's it's horrible, yeah. but that doesn't mean it was. No, it's it's
0: interesting that Joshua said, you know, how she experienced the events versus how he experienced the events. That that definitely can happen. What would be an interesting and horrifying experience. Uh experiment would be you have 10 different types of women have the exact same situation happen to them and how do they come out of it? Yeah. Some people might feel like they they were almost raped. Some people might just think it was you know, boy-girl hijinks at a p- drinking party.
3: But anyway, what I, was I get, don't know. what I was getting to is that I always taught my daughters, uh, the person in charge of protecting you is you. Understand the situations you're in. Understand how alcohol affects you. Understand how it affects other people. You are in charge of protecting you. Be smart. Oh, hey, that uh, Northwestern. Yeah, that's a tough
0: situation. If you had one beer, you're walking to the bathroom, and a couple of guys push you in the bedroom. Hell yeah. I guess you just couldn't have been at that party. That's only right, choice or there. you
3: scream like a lunatic from moment one, because you know that's out of bounds. Yeah. Um, dar- Oh, that Northwestern study I was talking about. you got to hear this. It's mind-blowing. It's a little disturbing. You want your mind blown? That's what you're here for. You want to
0: alter everything you've ever believed? Can do. Stay (laughs) tuned. You want to be
3: torn down to your foundation?
0: (laughs) Say, how your legs feeling there, Sean? A little rubbery. (laughs) You're listening to the Armstrong and
3: Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation.
0: Well, this is breaking news. It's over. It's uh, It ain't going to happen on the schedule anyway. Susan Collins, Senator Susan Collins, has tweeted, Professor Ford and Judge Kavanaugh should testify before the Judiciary Committee. Uh, if she means she's uh, out as a, as a guaranteed yes vote with Jeff Flake already on the committee saying we need to do this, it ain't going to happen on the timetable. Fair enough. So there we are.
3: There we are. So I referenced in our chat with uh, Josh Davis from the University of San Francisco this uh, study that that became known in 2012 from Northwestern University, which is where I would have gone to college, but I couldn't afford it. Um, it, uh, They found out that your memory is a lot like the game telephone, where you repeat something to the person next to you, they repeat it, etc., Um, Every time you remember an event from the past, your brain network changes in ways that can alter the later recall of the event. Thus, the next time you remember it, you might recall not the original event, but what you remembered the previous time. A memory is not simply an image produced by time traveling back to the original event. It can be an image that is somewhat distorted because of the prior times you remembered it. Said one of the lead uh, people, your memory of an event can grow less precise even to the point of being totally false with each retrieval.
0: I want to hear more about that. That uh, uh, kind of destroys being a human at all. It's scary. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Damn's major
4: push to delay the Kavanaugh nomination, and the Berkeley City Council has ordered Meatless (laughs) Monday.
0: I got some meat for you, Berkeley. Kavanaugh thing is going to be delayed. I think that's guaranteed at this point. All coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. All right, so we're talking about doing squats or how uh, lifting weights to failure. Do one set. You'll gain as much strength as people who do three sets or five sets. Biggest workout news I've ever heard in my life. But squats, we got this text. Squats aren't bad for you if you do them properly. Right. Don't let your knees get in front of your toes. Certainly not. Get them in back. <laughs> how could I possibly do a squat without doing that and not falling over? I.
3: You gotta put your arms out front. Jeez, kinda, you, you just really gotta
0: dig in your heels and you go backwards like that. Well, you're like, sure like, your I knees are you sure? You just did one and yeah. that failed. I uh. can't get my knees. But he's doing Put it your right. arms out front. Yeah. Put them out front, son. <laughs> I'm gonna fall over and then I'll be like a turtle or a roach. Drop and give me one. <laughs> 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 um, let's get the news now. Marshall Phillips. Now,
4: all 10 Democrats in the Senate Judiciary Committee are now calling for a delay in this week's vote on Supreme Court nominee well, of Brett Kavanaugh. Of course, they, oh, yeah, that, that, that doesn't mean anything. No, that yeah. wouldn't mean anything. That's
3: meaningless, Marshall. Stop wasting our time.
0: Jeff Flake and Susan yeah. Collins saying this, that that means something. Dems have written GOP Senator Charles Grassley
4: saying dealing or delaying Thursday's hearing would let the FBI have time to investigate Allegations by a woman who says a drunk Kavanaugh tried to force himself on her at a party when they were both in high school.
0: Yeah, again, that doesn't matter at all. You yep. expect them to do that, but the fact that Jeff Flake said we're out of wait now, Susan Collins has given him some yep. some cover to you know really stick with that feeling, and he's on the Judiciary Committee, and mm-hmm. you know, ah, oh, man. So how long does this get delayed?
3: I don't know depends. The Democrats are trying to delay it as long as possible. The Republicans days are saying hey, it. we got an opening Wednesday. How about you fly out? Yeah. Uh, more on that uh, amazing and disturbing study of memory coming up in a few minutes. Hey. Grassley is again saying no delay
4: in the vote. And the woman making the accusations, Christine Blasey Ford, a psychologist at California's Palo Alto University, stepped forward over the weekend to identify herself as Kavanaugh's accuser. Now you got Congressman Anna Eshoo who's now praising Ford for doing so. The Silicon Valley area representative said in a statement, she is proud her constituent came forward to tell the full story. Yeah,
0: she's the leaker. That's what I think.
3: Mm, forced her. this poor woman into a position of national or international fame slash infamy.
0: Yeah, your, con- your your constituent who didn't want their name out there, somehow her name got out yep. there. So you need to figure that out. Um, so this Ford woman apparently took a polygraph and, te- and, and, passed, and passed it. And they got the notes from her yeah, the therapist. Speaking of things
3: that don't mean a lot. No, it
0: doesn't, doesn't count yeah. in court. All
3: right. Uh, well, and who administered it and for what purpose? Right.
0: Um, and her therapist turned over the notes from when she told the story in 2012. Right. So that's, I think that's all she's got. And her memory, which Joe's about to tell us, all our memories are phony. Our entire lives, everything we know about our lives, fake. Our childhoods, our parents, our friends.
3: You didn't have a childhood. All our
0: most cherished memories are completely phony. Joe's about to
3: know. You were bred in a factory like in Brave New World.
0: Meanwhile, Are you an alpha, beta, or a gamma? I think we all know the answer
4: (laughs) to that. Meanwhile, Congress is going to be interviewing Nellie Orr, the wife of the Department of Justice official Bruce Orr, later this week. That's according to Texas Rep. John Ratcliffe. He was telling Fox News or it's expected to uh, have a closed-door interview with the House Judiciary Committee. Uh, you'll recall she worked uh, during the 2016 election cycle for Fusion GPS, the research firm that investigated Donald Trump on behalf of the Clinton campaign and the
0: DNC. We've been so busy with the Kavanaugh thing, I need to talk about what I've been reading in the Woodward book. Ah. About the dossier and that whole thing. It's pretty interesting stuff.
3: So uh, old man Steele, who cranked up the dossier employed uh-huh. by Fusion GPS, right. and the wife of the gal who employed him, is at the Justice Department that took that dossier and leaked it to the press and used it to get a warrant to spy on the Trump campaign. Do you
0: know Woodward calls that a garbage document in his book? That's a garbage document. It should have never been in the... Uh she never been part of the intelligence briefing
3: with well, the president. Well, he's just saying that because he's so anti-Trump. He's a liberal. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Yeah, huh? What?
4: City Council in Berkeley, California, is introducing meatless meetings. The council voting to serve only plant-based foods at all city-owned and managed facilities
3: on Monday. So, Cows are plant-based food. They eat grass, then I eat them. <laughs> point, point, it's a plant-based food. Point of order. Uh, we think it's okay to rip plants out of the ground and butcher them. Uh, I think the plants want to live. We're willing to murder them, Why are Mr. You, Chairman. What is with that voice? Because that's the voice that they use. <laughs> the
4: resolution. The <laughs> that's res- <laughs> the voice that those people have. <laughs> those people. The resolution. We're eating too many plants. The resolution was introduced after scientific analysis revealed that one of the best ways to reduce greenhouse gas emissions is to cut back or eliminate meat and dairy consumption.
1: Meat, don't do
3: it. That's why they introduced... So there's a comma in that phrase. Meat, comma. Or, I'm sorry, it's a colon. Meat. Don't do it. Speaking meat, your don't your colon. do it.
0: Speaking <laughs> of your colon, your colon would be happy if you ate less
3: meat. Oh, there boy. You go. Have a happier colon. bunch what? of food chain deniers. I know. Right? Why do you think you have incisors, you babies?
4: One last note. SpaceX making a big announcement tonight. The aerospace company will reveal the name of the person who will be the first private passenger to fly around the moon. SpaceX. Alex Baldwin.
3: man. <laughs> was inevitable,
4: wasn't it? SpaceX plans to send civilians into space aboard its big Falcon rocket, and it loses at least two people at paid deposits for the trip.
3: <laughs> Which John uncovered, figured out, is clearly, clearly Elon Musk playing with us. It's a big Falcon rocket, I tell you that. <laughs> big
0: Falcon rocket. Yeah, no, yeah. Elon, the the pilot's going to be Hugh Rection
3: or something like that. Hugh <laughs> G. Rection yeah, right there. Yeah. I, I, I would hope he's got more restraint than that.
4: Anyway, the announcement is going to be made at 6 p.m. tonight, West Coast. And that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show,
0: the conscience of the nation. There's a famous Russian book from the 1800s about this very sort of thing, where you have a bunch of different eyewitnesses view oh, the yeah. same crime and have a completely different take on it. Right. It's been known for years. Apparently now it's known scientifically. More than the
3: same person over the years is the disturbing part.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Uh, More on that coming up on The Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation.
4: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: So uh, he said, she said, based on, uh, we have to go on, you know, her her recounting of a memory from 35 years ago and his, uh, since we have
3: no other evidence. Correct. Northwestern study came out in 2012, blew my mind at the time. Um, I found it disturbing, frightening, troubling. And, you know, just to recap briefly, if, if you've just joined us, every time you remember an event from the past, your brain networks change in ways that can alter the later recall of the event. Thus, the next time you remember it, you're not recalling the original event, you're remembering the previous memory. And the Northwestern study that showed this was a, a groundbreaker. A memory, uh, Donna Bridge, who's a postdoctorate fellow at uh, Northwestern University School of Medicine, blah, blah, A memory is not simply an image produced by traveling back to the original event. It can be an image that is somewhat distorted because of the prior times you remembered it. Your memory of an event can grow less precise, even to the point of being totally false with each retrieval. And um, the professor she was working with, uh, and she pointed out that, it It's really troubling for witnesses giving testimony in criminal trials. Maybe a witness remembers something fairly accurately the first time because his memories aren't that distorted. After that, it keeps going downhill. Then they go into some of the methodology and the number of people they, they did the studies with. Every single person showed this effect. They said it's really huge. Is there?
0: Uh, I don't doubt this. It's really is troubling Way beyond this case. It just, why do we discuss things? You know, when I was a kid, I blank. Why do we even engage in those sorts of conversations? Well, you may knowing have. This? You probably did. Something similar <laughs> to <laughs> what I'm just saying. Close enough.
3: <laughs> Says the gal who is the head of the study, when someone tells me they are sure they remember exactly the way something happened, I just laugh. Memories aren't static. If you remember something in the context of a new environment in time, or even if you were in a different mood, your memories might integrate the new information. Wow. For the study, people were asked to recall the location of objects on a grid. I
0: caught myself in one of these the other day uh, over something inconsequential, but I I said something, and then I realized later, wait a second, that wasn't me, that was this person. It was somebody else I know had that experience, and I told it as my own, and if I hadn't, like... For some reason, it hadn't popped into my head. From here on out, it would have been me, I think. Yeah. It's really disturbing. And then a therapist told me about like uh, how this happens with um, fear. So my fear of needles that I've got, when you remember... When I remember the uh, the needle experience from when I was a kid, I'm not remembering that. I'm remembering the most recent time I remembered it and remembering the fear I get from the fear. she become afraid of the feeling of fear, right. and it builds over time. That's what anxiety is to a large extent, fear so why, of fear. So why wouldn't that be the same thing with a, uh, a traumatic event, you know, a sexual assault where your memory of it, it grows? Right.
3: In intensity. Well, and, and listen, this is not an argument no, on one abs- side or the other of the Kavanaugh absolutely thing. Absolutely not. Because what happened is not only unknown, it is unknowable. But it's possible, for instance, your needle thing, you were not nearly as terrified at the time as you remembered being years later.
0: Almost certainly not, which is probably
3: Partly because... With your greater age and maturity, you'd think, well, that would just be silly to be that afraid. So it must have been really crazy as you're telling the story, which, again, is disturbing and troubling. Mm-hmm. Our original air names. Um, the, the, I've heard the example of uh, when Kennedy shot or, or 9-11 attacks. Where were you? How did you hear about it? They've, they've, polled, they've asked people and asked them again five years later, and it changes significantly your wow. memory. Which is crazy. It is. And and I'm just telling you, this gal may have endured precisely what she described, which is awful and scary and disturbing and disappointing and, and a hundred other things. But not only is it unknowable to us, it's not even knowable to her exactly what happened, especially given three and a half decades passing. Well, it was three decades when she talked to her therapist, in fairness. It was three decades time passing and a 15 year old girl with a beer in her and a couple of stumbling drunk teenage boys. The actuality of what happened is unknowable.
0: So if you had a strong memory from your childhood, I have a few doesn't have to be traumatic, but it's just a, a birthday party where this happened or something, a fishing trip, whatever it was. with that. Yeah. And then you saw a video of it and it was completely different. Would that like break your brain? <laughs> I, mean, I think it might break my brain. All these years I remember Dad and I doing that, that never happened at all. Wow. I mean, you'd yeah. end up in some sort of matrix weirdness where you don't have any idea what's real and what's not. Yeah. Which is seems to be, based on that study, what is the case. We just don't have the reality ever presented to us. You know what I think? I'm sorry. That Maybe in the, mean, the uh, future we will with so many kids growing up like my kids with videotape of so many of their wow. iPhone recordings of so many of their experiences. Wow,
3: interesting point, yeah. Uh, You know, if I were going to comfort myself, and I have to because I find all this so disturbing, particularly as a guy with not a great memory, um, I I would say to myself, I am saying to myself, we have the greatest brain... On Earth, uh, among any beast that's ever roamed the Earth. Well, most
1: of us. Well, uh, most of us. Uh, on do average.
3: average. I'm not sure. Right. Uh, uh, there are probably some really bright chimps who are saying to the radio, says you. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> right. I'm sure um, there are chimpanzees smarter than
3: and, me. And we're designed the way we're designed, and it works the way it works, and that's the way it's meant to work, or well, that's the best it can work. It and only, so
0: it only had to work as good as it was working to get you up to like 15 so you could reproduce. After that, nature didn't care.
3: Nature's a bastard. (laughs) Um, So, you know, when I look back at my first kiss, yeah, maybe the circumstances were a little different, but uh, it still means what it means to me. It was was last week, by the way. (laughs) It's... My wife and I have had a very very uh, distant marriage.
0: Is there a chance that if you've got like a positive attitude you shade all your memories toward a more positive thing and if you have a negative attitude or negative perception you shade all your memories to a more negative direction? 100% echo oh of the
3: conversation god. we had with Greg Lukianoff the other day. Oh my god. If you're constantly looking for the dark view, you will find it. That's troubling. I say final, you say thoughts final. Thoughts. Final. Thoughts. I'm getting. I'm getting
0: So you sired three children with nary a kiss. Mm. That's something. Here's your host,
3: Joe Getty. Sired. I love that word. Makes me sound like a lion. (laughs) Hey, let's (laughs) let's get a final thought from
4: everybody. Marshall Phillips, what's your final thought? Well, I got to tell you, I tried out Old Spice for my date over the weekend. Didn't work out really well. So next up, it'll be Brute and then English Leather. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Uh, Michelangelo, your final thought. I'm going to start taking pictures of everything and videotaping everything since today I have discovered how unreliable my memory is. I'm starting to think my childhood memories may have just been plots of sitcoms I watched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> you remember the time you and Rerun decided to steal a beer from... Anyway. Uh, hey, uh, Positive Sean, what's your final thought? Yeah, never forget the
0: stupidity of the human brain when you're challenged with something like, oh, I bet you can't do deep knee bends for the remainder of the segment and my brain says yes I can now I'm going to have to be horizontal in a bucket of ice for the next hours uh, as I try to recover because my legs are spaghetti. Can't yeah, wait to hear about yeah, it tomorrow.
3: Yeah, I'm going to do some exercises, though, today. Hey, Jack, what's your final
0: thought? If you're having a rough day at work today, keep Vontae Davis in mind of the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. He ran it halfway through the game, and he thought, you know what? I quit. And he just left. He thought, I don't want this anymore. So if things aren't going your way at work, just leave at lunch and don't come back.
3: Oh, man, you'll be a legend. <laughs> You know, it's funny, my final thought is also football-related, and I mentioned this earlier, I didn't watch the NFL yesterday because I forgot it was on. Just didn't even enter my mind, and I don't think it's because my memory is frail. Uh, I just think that ship has sailed for a lot of us, to a large extent. Yeah. You ruined it for us.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'll be interested to see how this week's ratings turn out to be later in the day when we see them. This Kavanaugh story's definitely got legs. The vote that was supposed to happen, whatever it was, Wednesday or Thursday, almost certainly isn't going to. She's going to be in front of a microphone at some point, wouldn't you guess, today? Uh, Somehow.
3: probably. Or She might be letting her lawyer do her thing, I don't know.
0: Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another
3: grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. What do you think? You can drop us an email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com.
0: Uh, We'll see you tomorrow with the latest. God bless America.
1: This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence.
3: I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the
0: acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here.
4: Get. Get. Yeah, we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done.
3: Thank you, and good night.
0: <laughs> and the show's over.
3: What?
1: Bye-bye.
0: Well, whose bright idea was it to put every idiot in the world in touch with every
3: other idiot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's working. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West. even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. We're Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io/ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.
3: Hey guys, back at the
1: playground again, huh?
2: Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine
4: country.